0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the O'Melveny Podcast. We have a great discussion for you on this episode about a really exciting innovation called Pymetrics. But before we get there, I just want to say how proud we are at the firm to have achieved um, three number one ratings in the most recent vault survey for overall diversity, for number one best place to work, and also the number one summer program. We are um, incredibly proud of those results and incredibly grateful to all of our O'Melveny associates that completed the survey. We think it reflects um, a lot of really, really great things that happen here at the firm day to day, and of course, all the amazing people. To talk a little bit more about um, the the process that leads to getting some of those amazing people, we're also gonna hear from Darren Snyder, who is our diversity inclusion partner, who had a great deal to do with getting our number one rating in overall diversity. So um, stay tuned for the Pymetrics discussion, and we'll see you all soon. Welcome back to the Omelvini podcast. Today's discussion is focused on a very exciting innovation that O'Melvani is adding to the recruiting process, um, and that's Metrics. To talk about it with me today, I have three very special guests. Um, First of all, I have from San Francisco, Darren Snyder. Darren is O'Melveny's regional head of litigation for Northern California. Uh, He is a member of the firm's executive committee and policy committee. Uh, He is also O'Melveny's diversity and inclusion partner and happens to be one of the firm's top trial lawyers as well, uh, representing clients in intellectual property disputes and other disputes around the country and around the world. Welcome, Darren. Thanks, Helen. It's great to be here. I've also got Brandon Harper with me here in New York. Brandon is a, an associate here in the New York office. He focuses on white collar and corporate investigations, as well as antitrust and competition. Brandon joined us after clerking both at the district court and circuit court levels, and uh, welcome, Brandon.
1: Thanks, Alan. Happy to be here.
0: I also have with me Andrew Avern. Andrew is an enterprise account director with Pymetrics. Um, Andrew is, I think, our first non-Omelveny guest uh, on the El Elveny podcast. Uh, Andrew has been heavily involved working with the firm as we roll out Pymetrics, which is we're all very excited about to add to our uh, recruiting process this year. Welcome, Andrew.
2: Excellent. Thank you so much for having me.
0: So, Darren, why don't I start with you? Uh, and um, at, at a high level, what is Pymetrics?
3: Thanks, Alan. Pymetrics provides a platform that allows people to play a variety of games that evaluate cognitive and emotional characteristics. It then uses the results of those games to indicate how likely someone is to succeed with a given employer. This kind of recruiting tool has been used by a number of companies around the world for a long time. But we're the very first law firm in the world to use something like this And we're excited, particularly because we'll be able to add it to the normal portfolio of information we get, including resumes, transcripts, writing samples, and the results of in-person interviews. But it will allow us to have an objective data point to help us evaluate candidates and to broaden the pool of candidates that we talk to.
0: Darren, you're, as I mentioned, our diversity and inclusion partner, um, and we're incredibly proud of all of the diversity-related initiatives that we have around the firm, both in terms of recruiting, but also in terms of attorney development and retention. I wonder if you could talk a little bit about how you think Pymetrics um, may help from a diversity standpoint.
3: There are a couple of, of ways that we think that Pymetrics can be very important. One is to provide an objective evaluation of candidates that differs from the subjective assessments that we typically rely on. Using a Pymetrics, we can really look at somebody's potential as opposed to their pedigree. And we know that the subjective interview process is an area where, despite the best intentions, implicit bias can really creep in. And Pymetrics is going to help us combat that. Another way Pymetrics can be very helpful is by allowing us to broaden the pipeline of people that we get to consider for potential employment at O'Melveny. We can only go to a very limited number of schools each year, and even at those schools we can only see a limited number of people. By using Pymetrics as an objective data point, we'll be able to evaluate a lot of people that we would never get a chance to see, either people who were at law schools that we visited but didn't get on our OCI schedule, or students who are at schools that we didn't get a chance to visit and they can write in and seek employment with us. By taking and playing the games and allowing us to take a look at the results as well as the other information that we have, we can broaden the pool of people that we're going to talk to. We also know from Pymetrics results that one of the impacts of using a tool like this for your recruiting population is a dramatic increase in the diversity of the, the final hires. And we're hoping that using Pymetrics. We're going to have the same kinds of results uh, other Pymetrics clients have received, and it will even further uh, increase the diversity of what has been a very diverse pool for us for the last several years.
0: Thanks. Yeah. You know, from the hiring partner's perspective, I'm incredibly enthusiastic about it uh, because it provides us with an unbiased data point that we can add to consider fully a candidate. I think it it benefits both those candidates, and it benefits the firm, and it benefits the industry overall. So I'm I'm really excited about it. Maybe, Andrew, maybe if I could turn to you uh, to tell us, how does this work? Sure.
2: So the way in which we work is the exercises or games that Darren was mentioning um, have been adapted directly from the neuroscience and behavioral science communities. So these have been used across the globe for decades. To evaluate people across a number of different cognitive, social, and emotional traits, what our innovation is is taking that and adapting it for the use in the hiring space. And when we deploy them, you know, as as we've been talking about, we're evaluating applicants across these different measures, and we have to compare them against something. Um, and that really is where you know one of our powerful innovations comes in, because the benchmark that we uh, we use to evaluate applicants is actually created off of successful individuals here at Omelviny. Um And that's really important because you know we have this idea that, okay, here's a job writ large across the globe across society. There's a set of characteristics that one needs to have regardless of where that job is. And you know what we see over and over again and what the data tells us is that there really is a unique combination of cognitive, social and emotional traits that distinguishes top performers. Um, at given jobs, um, and that set of distinguishing traits, even if the job's the same, really differs across different firms. So for all of the bespoke work that we do, it's about building out a model that represents on-the-ground success in that particular job. One one other thing that I think is really important, especially on this topic of diversity, is um, you know, there's a lot of conversations sort of within society at large around artificial intelligence and machine learning and discrimination. So we've developed a proprietary process that allows us to pre-audit our models to make sure that they're not actually discriminating against protected classes identified by the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. And this process called Audit AI, um, which we've actually since open sourced and shared with the broader tech community is what allows us to make sure that we have something that not only is uh, a baseline of what success looks like, but really what success looks
0: like in a non-discriminatory way. So in terms of the traits, you know, Darren, are are we looking for any one or two particular traits um, that are reflected in people's scores on these games? If I were a student, I might think, well... O'Melveny must have particular traits that they think are the most important. And that's what they're looking for with respect to my playing through these games. Is is that how this works in terms of how we're evaluating candidates?
3: That really isn't how, how this works. And I think when people play the games and then get their report, they'll get a better sense of what we're talking about. This is not your typical personality test. It's not asking you a bunch of subjective questions like if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be? This is evaluating how you actually perform, how you play the games. And based on, as Andrew said, literally decades of neuroscience and sociological research, evaluating how you did on those games and thus identifying more than 70 different cognitive, emotional, and social characteristics of your personality. There is no particular individual characteristic that we're looking for. Instead, we're looking for people who have a similar mix of traits to those who, that we know are succeeding at O'Melveny. And it's there's no one single characteristic. There's no one O'Melveny type. But there are certain characteristics that differentiate successful O'Melveny lawyers from the general population, and that's the mix of characteristics that Pymetrics is designed to try and help us identify and to help us identify the recruits that have those characteristics. Brandon,
0: uh, I'm curious, if you were advising a, a student that's applying to a Melvinian summer program for next year, what advice, if any, would you have for them before they play the games?
1: Make sure that you have the time. The 20 or 30 minutes. I mean, I think if you're coming for a callback, I think back to when I did callbacks, there's some period of downtime before the interview. You check into the hotel, or you're sitting on the train, or you're waiting to eat at a restaurant. Make sure you've got the 20 or 30 minutes uninterrupted to do the games. Make sure that you have a good internet connection when you're playing the games. And just relax. Try not to read into it. I I think at the beginning, I found myself trying to out-game the game, trying to figure out, okay, well, what are you really testing here? (laughs) And after a while, I realized there was no way to figure that out, and that really there is no answer. They're just trying to figure out what my personality is. And once I realized that, they really were fun. So I would say, have the time, relax, be yourself, and just have fun with them.
0: Yeah, so if I were playing the games... As a, an applicant, one question I might have is what happens to the data? Sure. Uh, and I understand I would get the report uh, and that only I would receive the trait report and that O'Melveny would get, you know, um, an output of the band that I fall into without more detail. But somebody has the trait information still at Pymetrics, I would assume. What happens to that data? Uh, how long does it get stored, and, and is it secure? Sure. Yes. So uh, we pride ourselves
2: on our data security. Um, we have been compliant with uh, now, I guess about a year old, the, the GDPR rollout, so European data privacy laws. Um, uh, because of the types of organizations that we work with, omelvany included, um, we have a, a very, very, very buttoned up um, tech stack, as we call it. Um, so every six months, Pymetrics is, uh, recertified for, uh, certification called ISO 27001. In addition to that, um, we, uh, are also covered under the privacy shield, uh, schema, which is a a joint operation between the U.S. Department of Commerce as well as the EU. Um, with all that being said, um, we actually put the power in the hands of the candidate. So candidates own their own data. So because we have this set of 12 exercises, um, every every engagement that we have across the globe, every model that we build, is built off of this same set of 12 games. So you know, you can imagine that there's another organization that someone may have applied to where they may have played through the Pymetrics games. So now fast forward and say that they're applying to a Melvany that's also using Pymetrics. Well, they don't actually have to play through the games again. Because they've already played through, and we simply connect the dots internally to say, take that person's gameplay and evaluate that against the O'Melveny model.
0: Darren, I'm interested in your thoughts, and Brandon yours as well, um, from, from our perspective, from the firm's perspective. Um, why are we comfortable that this will help us to you know, eliminate inherent bias and we aren't just continuing to perpetuate it?
3: That was one of the things that we were most concerned about, and a big part of the reason why we actually chose Pymetrics. There are a number of parts of the process that actually make us feel confident that this process can't be biased. The first is that the games or exercises, as Andrew refers to them, are ones that have been validated through years of social science research as being fair and representative indications of the traits that they're testing for. So we know that the exercises themselves aren't biased. Second, we know that Pymetrics, when they're using or creating the evaluation, is completely blind to the candidate's characteristics. Pymetrics doesn't know whether you're a man or a woman. It doesn't know your racial and ethnic background. All it knows is, how you played these games, and then it compares them to the O'Melveny model. The the third part, and this is something that Andrew only alluded to very briefly, is the anti-biasing or auditing process that the O'Melveny model went through. As I mentioned earlier, an important part of the Pymetrics approach is comparing how a candidate does against a model that was based on high-performing attorneys at O'Melveny. And we were very conscious of the fact that perhaps the creation of that model could institutionalize any bias that was present in selecting those high-performing O'Melveny attorneys. Pymetrics has a process for auditing or debiasing that model, and that was a part of the process that was very important to us. Essentially, Pymetrics takes initial drafts of the model and tests them against all of the EEOC criteria for protected class and applies the EEOC standard 80% rule. So Pymetric tests whether each protected class will pass the test at at least 80% at the same rate as an unprotected class. And it won't release the model for use until it passes that test for every single one of the different groups that it tests for. So we know that That's part of the process, as well as all of the others that I mentioned, and combined, we're quite confident that this results in a a bias-free approach.
2: It's a hugely important part of what we do, um, from a debiasing perspective, and you know, a a lot of our policy team actually comes directly from the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, and. you know, as a result of their joining and as a result of the, the business that we've built, um, we actually adhere to the EEOC's policy of the least discriminatory alternative. So when we're building our models, you know, as Darren was alluding to, we make sure that we're deploying a model that actually uh, checks all the boxes and passes all of the protected classes in adherence with that 80-20 rule, while at the same time ensuring that that model that we deploy Um, as we conduct our long-term studies with all the organizations that we work with, we wanna make sure that that model is at the same time helping organizations hire in better performing and longer staying candidates. So not only are we validating at the beginning that we have a model that is not discriminating, but then we also conduct the long-term studies to look at what are the pass-through rates of those different protected classes? And then also, what are the performance characteristics of the individuals that were recommended? And when we perform that, that's the gold standard of the, the EEOC's criteria, so criterion-related validity. Um, you know, we are often working with organizations for multiple years to make sure that what we're setting up you know, doesn't just work at the onset. You know, we're, we're talking about you know, creating a, a long-term solution to you know, some of these institutional challenges that existed for a very long time.
3: All of the things we've been talking about are theoretical and, and they sound great, One aspect that was really important to us was Pymetrics' track record. Not only do they have a system that's designed to be bias-free, but we know from looking at the results of the various companies and other industries that Pymetrics has worked with, we know that using Pymetrics has led to a dramatic increase in the diversity of their hires. It's also led to a dramatic increase in the longevity of their hires. So we hope that we'll have the same experience as a number of other Pymetrics customers that will hire better and will hire a more diverse workforce in the process yeah,
0: I, Brandon I, what, I, I'm curious you, you know you've obviously you were a summer associate unfortunately not at our firm but but <laughs> then so you went through that process you, you then um, after your prestigious clerkships applied to other firms and um, made the brilliant decision to join us um, and since then you've been heavily involved with our recruiting um, activities all year round. Um, I'm curious, what are the thoughts you have about you know, how this will um, both fit into our, our recruiting process and, and also how you think it might help some of the challenges that we have um, in a- addressing diversity issues in, at the firm and in the industry?
1: I think the last thing you said is the most important to me is that I, I do think that it is a helpful tool in addressing some of the challenges that the industry is facing in terms of diversity. And certainly that that we're working through too. And part of the way that I think this will do that is that it gives us another data point. We have grades and your experiences and resumes and the interview. But here's something where not only is it additional information, and I think additional information is helpful, but it's something where everybody's on the same plane. Law schools are different, classes can be different, faculty are different, so it can be difficult to compare two people from two different law schools and look at their transcripts and and say that this person is maybe more qualified than that person. But what we can do here is we can say that everybody started on the same plane. Nobody was able to prepare more than anybody else Nobody has a background in playing these games such that they're going to naturally be better than somebody else. And like Darren said, there's a lot of this de-biasing of the process such that we can be confident that what we're getting is just a true read on what this person is like. And I'm not sure that there's another way in a recruiting process that I've heard of that really allows an employer to do that. So I'm, I, I like the idea. I also think that it's very much... An O'Melveny model, trying something that is new and that's innovative and seeing that there's a challenge and trying to think of a creative solution to it. And so I appreciate that the firm is doing that. Darren,
3: last word. I appreciate everybody listening to this podcast and their, their interest in Pymetrics. At O'Melveny, we've got a, a commitment to diversity and inclusion that has existed for a very long time, and as Brandon says, part of that commitment is trying to do different things. Pymetrics is just one of the latest innovations that we've tried. We're excited to roll it out into the legal community, but we're also pretty convinced that this is going to be quite successful and popular, and I anticipate seeing lots of firms do this in the future.
0: thanks everyone for listening Uh, stay tuned for our next episodes where we're going to talk more about all the efforts that melveny is taking to address diversity issues and other uh challenges in the legal industry so until then